Welcome to this podcast. Here we discuss introspection, being, development, and all the good stuff. Something that's opening up in my mind in recent days is the concept of forgiveness. So I think I'll take this opportune moment to discuss that in more depth and really gain clarity and insight into what what it is that is forgiveness okay so to start with forgiveness wasn't always an historical um, concept it wasn't something that was always believed to be fundamental, true, and necessary. Um, Some scholars would date forgiveness in a personal sense to the the beginning of Christianity, but probably before that, the the ritualistic sacrifices in in the Jewish religion, in the ancient Jewish religion, in the Hebrews, would point to forgiveness in the, in the sense that you're bringing the sacrifice to atone but to invoke forgiveness so atonement first forgiveness second but still that concept's there and then as the generations went on that sacrifice was internalized where one can now forgive in one's conscience it's something that could be used internally Okay, so that's the historical um, beginnings. So I've always been troubled by the concept because it is, it's something that's perceived as fundamental, yet in the, let's say, the psychoanalytic literature or psychology in general doesn't take such a strong emphasis on it. And in fact, I remember doing research on forgiveness and looking for for such such literature and not being able to find it because I wasn't sure at the time because it seemed that it was just a topic that wasn't understood fully psychologically and and really in livid detail. But as, as I'm progressing, I'm realizing that forgiveness is... It's kind of like a a concept that in a way shouldn't be a scientific or shouldn't be a concept because of its problematic nature. So let's 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 understand forgiveness first and then we can So first you need promise. First you need to make a promise that's betrayed in order to invoke the concept of forgiveness. If nobody owes anybody anything then there's no reason to hold someone accountable with content if you you have no reason to to forget so you need to have something a preconceived concept or agreement that's betrayed for example in its strongest sense a murder right there's only a need for forgiveness and something so terrible like murder because there's a preconceived concept of sacredness of life. 
we could imagine a primordial society that doesn't take account for murder in some sense because why should they right it's life is not sacred so what are we accounting for once life becomes sacred then we naturally have an agreement uh, a social contract if you want to call it between all human beings that we are that we are committed to to keeping life sacred and when that's betrayed there's an accountability you know usually the system of government but also on a person a personal accountability <clears throat> so we we understand that the promise comes before the forgiveness okay so let's take the ritualistic sacrifice of the ancient israelites in that concept where there's a promise first of getting along with someone with god or with a certain understanding of morals and when that's betrayed there's an accountability for that now it's understandable that one would want to take accountability because if there's no accountability then eventually the promise or the the preconceived contract starts to become weaker and weaker until it's null and void right so if murder is rampant then at a certain point there is without that accountability there's just no sacredness of life and then there's no need for accountability and then human consciousness starts to decay because if life is not sacred then if life is not something to cherish then how could thinking and the process of life prosper so the accountability is there to ensure that the promise we'll call it promise but the preconceived contract is tended to taken care of right so it's accounted for okay so that's the external form of forgiveness now what what does forgiveness do it when when someone would bring a sacrifice right there they're saying, I'm still committed to it. There's something bigger here. I'm committed to the relationship to that contract. Someone is seeking out forgiveness for a murder. They're saying, I still believe that life is sacred. And there's something that went wrong here. But overall, my relationship to life, my relationship to this, to the value of life is, is undeterred. And it's usually done with, with gifts, with, with some type of proof. To, to demonstrate that to make up to compensate for the for the betrayal for the the weakness of of that promise now when forgiveness became internalized when it became the the famous christian concept of forgiveness and i would say all of society at that era started to internalize the external concepts and forgiveness became an internal idea we must understand the the differentiation between an external forgiveness and a internal forgiveness because not everything will be the same and we will elaborate on that okay so forgiveness becomes internalized so now 
one has a promise to themselves and they want to account for that promise. And when they're not accounting for that, uh, that promise, eventually the, the vision of oneself starts to fade. Okay, so somebody, something simple, like someone wants to take on more he a healthy lifestyle, right? And they're making a promise to themselves, they're to that. And when they fail in that, they want to take accountability for that failure. They want to get to a place where they still hold that value of bringing a healthy lifestyle to their to their domain and they want to do it in a in a they want to do they want to keep it in that regard and not fail because then the whole vision fails. And in fact, the relationship to for oneself towards any vision fails because if this vision is not important, then every other vision is. Well, why would why would setting a vision be worth it when 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 we're constantly not accounting for those failures? Okay, so so where does forgiveness fit into this? So we're eternalizing it again. So we're not seeking to outwardly account for it. We're seeking to account for it for ourselves so we're accounting for the failed promise to ourselves okay so what what's occurring here is that one is not um okay so then there's the accountability right so one is accounting for themselves now the the difficulty is that that accountability Okay, let's move a second to back to the external form of forgiveness. When one brings a sacrifice or an attempt of atonement to one, someone else, right? What they're really doing is saying that this discrepancy, this failure between us, this failure of contract of, of what we value, of what, what's important, that is not as important as the relationship itself. Meaning I could find something deeper than that, which is our dynamic, our interaction, that is deserving to to be kept at a higher pedestal than the the failures of the moment. Right? So for example, murder, one is seeking atonement and saying life is still meaning our relationship to to humanity or to, to selfhood, right? Because we're all, we all get into places that one shouldn't get to. So our relationship to the, the weakness of, of, of a human being will fail if we over account for this. So they're pleading on the mercy or the recognition of the complicatedness of life from life itself. They're pleading, they're saying, life is greater than this detail. Now, obviously the detail of murder is the, the quintessential um, betrayal of life, but we're saying that life is greater than a betrayal of life. So it's, it's bridging everything together. It's saying, aren't you a human being, right? Forgiveness is, is putting all those little details in one box and saying, aren't you a human being? Like we don't want to focus on the details. The details don't matter. Right. Or they, 
matter less than the bigger picture. So forgiveness is about the bigger picture. Okay, so when that gets internalized, right? So there's a promise to oneself and one is seeking out forgiveness of their of their failure. They are taking in a bigger picture. They're saying, okay, I held myself accountable for this, but am I not a human being who fails, right? So they're, they're like recognizing that this itty-bitty detail is unimportant to the bigger picture, okay? So why would that be important? It would be important because we want to move on, right? We want to get to a place where we're not focused on this little bit, little detail and get on with life itself, right? So we're pleading to the bigger picture so we don't have to deal with the, the, the small uh, deficiencies. Okay, so an external sacrifice of this or a relationship, the forgiveness is pleading on humanity, on behalf of humanity so that we don't get stuck in the detail. But what really forgiveness is doing is just saying there's a bigger picture of humanity, but there is still a deficiency here. And in our private time, we need to elaborate and develop that deficiency. So forgiveness is really a bookmark in order for a relationship to continue. Now, we can't continue the relationship because of this deficiency. So I'll bite, I'll bait, it's a, it's a, deficiency we still need to be bigger than that the problem is that although a useful tool in order to stall time what it became used for when it was internalized was a way to approach life itself it became a dogmatic view of life there's always forgiveness. There's always forgiveness in the heart. So what was essentially just a bookmark till the work has, till the time comes that the work has to be done. Meaning if somebody failed and murdered someone else, they, they need to spend the rest of their life building on their moral ground to re-sacredize life and to develop that. Because there is a huge dysfunction in consciousness. But forgiveness says that life could move on so that we don't get stuck in the detail. But because forgiveness, when internalized, became more than that, it said, well, just look at humanity as a whole. And constantly look at humanity as a whole. But what really it's doing is saying the bookmark that just stalled time for the work to be done is not about the work at all. In fact, the work is to constantly forgive. The problem being that if one is constantly forgiving, they are not doing the work of the deficiencies. And what, what begins to occur is their own promises or their sacredness to the things that matter start to fail they slowly decay because there's no accountability because the concept of accountability has been uprooted with 
forgiveness, which was just um, a way to stall time. And in fact, there's an interesting understanding, which is that even in an external sacrifice to attempt at forgiveness, to stall time to the real work, if somebody is um, developed and conscious enough, they wouldn't be angry at the, at the present moment to the failure as long as the work is being done. So that there's almost no need for a sacrifice because the work itself is the, the, the real sacrifice that's needed, right? So, in fact, the idea of pleading for... The idea of pleading in order to... What would you say? In order to atone is actually the biggest um, barrier to real atonement, which is working out that promise that was failed, working out the contract itself. And that's done in the privacy of oneself. So that if, let's say, there's, there's a murder and there's two, there's two proponents on the side, what, what would be is that each one needs to go to the privacy of their own lives and work to a point where their interaction would produce a positive result out of the, the sinful way of, of, of such a crime. Now, that would mean that the relationship would, would be put on hold, right? Because... There's no way that we could reconcile the relationship as such development is in progress. And so for times that one wants to keep the relationship while still working on the true work that needs to be done, the real accountability, um, that, that point would cost them. That point would allow them to quote-unquote reconcile, even though the problem is still there, but yet the true reconciliation is, is, is to come. Okay, so again, the forgiveness is becoming internalized. And so one would say, oh, there's, there's a problem in relationship. There's a problem in, in the way one experienced certain episodes of their life. The answer to that would be, let's say, forgiveness. Look at humanity as a whole. Look at the bigger picture. But what it's doing is really putting taking all that experience and saying it really is just heaven and earth, right? It really is just these global transcendent concepts. So they're not expanding the problem of the relationship. They're just overriding it with something global and something general and universal. So surely there's, there's a reconciliation in the relationship because they've found a meeting place that it's not in the deficiency. It's somewhere beyond that. But that the betrayal, the failure in the deficiency is still there. It's still in the layers of connection. It's just the relationship is not relying on that as the, as the first meeting place between the two parts. And so what's occurring is that the forgiveness is, is stalling or bringing 
oneself back to childhood as a child. So, right? So, if someone experienced something problematic, right? The, the path of growth and the development of consciousness is to elaborate on the details and to even elaborate further. It's a constant elaboration, right? If someone is studying a, a concept or, or a piece of research, they, they want to elaborate on the details. Now, what forgiveness does is, is not overly focus on the details, but rather says... Why do we have to focus on the details? We could focus on the bigger picture, right? Life itself, humanity, love, right? We're, we're, we're pulling away from the, the entire misdeed. Yet the misdeed still exists. And what forgiveness is doing is actually betraying the accountability that's necessary to continue that promise or that development of consciousness. So that if let's say someone, if, if in, in an experience where, where there was a murder, right, the defendant, the one that has to deal with the, the betrayal of, of the sanctity of life, by them just forgiving to reconcile, they are stating they're not taking account accountability for the, for the, for the, the, the betrayal of the promise of, of life itself and the, the, the sacredness of life. And so for them immediately, the entire sacredness of life starts to decay. And then who knows where that goes in the, in the, in the periods of their life. So, okay. So I'll get, uh, there's, there's, there's forgiveness has a lot of quotes and a lot of ethos to back it up. So I remember, I think Nelson Mandela said like something like, I didn't want to stay in prison more. Right. So I forgave in order not to stay in prison. Okay, so what is the prison? The prison is the betrayal of the promise, the promise of the sanctity of life that was clearly betrayed in, in, in that situation. Now, the, the, the process of growth to get somewhere is to stay in that prison and elaborate from there for the rest of their life, right? That would be the, 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 the way to approach it, right? So... What's being said is that I didn't want to stay in prison, meaning I didn't want to deal with that 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 broken promise. I didn't want to account for the for the experience of such a misdeed, and I wanted to explore the rest of life, which is surely fine, right? And in a way, there's a need for that so that it gets bookmarked, so we could focus on other things. We can't focus on a deficiency for the rest of our life. We we need to move around in different spaces but rather if we think about it it's being said that I, i'm constantly away from the prison i don't want to ever be in that prison so what's being said is that i don't want to ever account for that broken promise and i'd rather focus on the rest of life and grow in, in other areas and develop other pathways of consciousness yet this one is not being account for, accounted for and will cause, um, would slowly penetrate the different areas of their life because of that lack of attention that's, that it deserves, it clearly deserves. Now, obviously that ethos is so strong because, yes, forgiveness takes you away from prison, 
takes you away from that that constraint, but it also costs the development of that constraint that was calling for action. And when that constraint is not attended to, and rather some bigger picture of humanity is attended to, the lack that that the problematic occurrence that caused the constraint becomes um, becomes broken and becomes underdeveloped and, and will cost in many areas. So the one who con forgives right away the murderer, what, what's really occurring in their own life is that sacredness, the promise of sacredness is not tended to accurately and in a, in a expanding way. So then for now and for the continuous future, anything related to life and the sacredness of life will have will be affected dramatically because of this lack of accountability. So we don't want to betray the promise because the promise is there in order to give any sort of vision. And, and when there's a constant lack of accountability, the promise itself falls away and then all the development that civilizations have made and individuals in those civilizations have made will falter and, and weaken. And then in, in an extreme way, uh, societies will just crumble because there's no accountability. So then all that development starts to fail. And that's, that's the worst case scenario. So the internalized forgiveness, the concept of forgiveness has been taken to an extreme that it's being used to pull away from the true development that one should be tasking with. Now, I won't go so far as to say there's no reason to have internalized forgiveness because yet we can't deal with one deficiency for, for five years of our life. We, we must attend to the present moment. So forgiveness is this way to say... Yeah, this is troubling, but heh, humanity, right? Life, we're we're all struggling, right? So that okay, we're quickly seeing something in a bigger way. So now I could attend to my job or whatever, and and that way I'm not I don't become dysfunctional from the deficiency. But yet, it's only there as a bookmark to kind of close out the stress and the trouble that comes with the the failure of that that piece of consciousness. And when it's ever looked at as anything more than that, as more than a bookmark, meaning if there's a deep betrayal in a relationship and then one party pleads on the behalf of the other, like for something bigger, think about the whole picture of our relationship. Stop getting stuck in this, like, you know, and starting to plead with some sort of ethos, love, like, bringing the huge concepts of life into the problem, the real deficiency. Yeah, the relationship can now function, but yet that deficiency is there. And then the next one is there. And the one after is there, which will eventually just cause everything to crumble. So it can be used in a proper manner, but yet, in its core value, it's problematic. So forgiveness in its core value doesn't help the progression of life. 
its core value helps in allowing oneself to move focus with some sort of freedom. And when it becomes a value of life, well, then that's problematic. And therefore, this answers why there's no real psychological, or what I've found, no psychological research or real literature on it because well forgiveness doesn't give you the answers to let's say the unconscious and what the little bitty details of what's actually happening it's just pleading on something bigger and one can survive like that and if psychology is about having people survive then one could but because i believe that psychology is more about getting to the fundamental science of a person's mental state and, and physical state and, and whatnot. This this will not help that science. If anything, it's a distraction because it's it's there literally just to adjust oneself to something else, but not to make claims on life and humanity. And I think that, I mean, the ancient Israelites in some sense, especially the prophets, have have really understood that. And it was never about the sacrifice, especially when it comes to atonement. It's about the, the work of character. And although the sacrifice is important, for example, if someone is busy in some dealing in life and knows about this failure, they'll bring the sacrifice, which will constantly be like a trigger in the mind. It's like ritualized, and it's like a mark. It's like getting a tattoo, right? It's a mark, and it's just there, and it's just showing their face, and then eventually they'll tend to the problem and, and, and sort out what needs to be sorted out. But fundamentally, that's not the process of growth and development of consciousness. So... I think that the concept of forgiveness when in an external fashion, whether it's between two people or between oneself and God or a bigger vision or whatever that the contract is between two beings, when forgiveness is in the external fashion, it's there in order to allow the relationship to continue while the work in each party is done in the privacy and comfortability of their their um what would you say like their 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 home or their or their space and time but when it becomes a sort of way to approach relationships then it's it's not focusing on the true accountability that's necessary for things to prosper and grow. Now, when it becomes internalized, you know, in the, in the, in, in, after the Second Temple era, right? The, when it becomes internalized, then let's say it's forgiveness of oneself, saying that there's still this perfect self or, or this beautiful self that's greater than the crime it's good, right? Because we're able to function and, and love ourselves for the intermediate future. But the problem that one is having with themselves is still there. And the details are not being elaborated on. And so there, there's a decay happening. While someone is free from the prison, right? The Nelson Mandela prison. 
there's decay happening because the content of that prison that need to be elaborated on are being left in the prison walls. Um, these are a few of the concepts, preliminary thoughts on on the concept of forgiveness, and and I hope to elaborate further on it in the future in, in writings and stuff. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to see the video version of this, check out my channel on YouTube. Thank you.